Hello friends, I'm Dulce Sloan and welcome to that black ass show, a podcast celebrating the black TV shows, movies, plays, and all types of black content that have and continue to shape the world. This week we are talking to Nigerian American actress and comedian Yvonne Orji. Yvonne is best known for her role as Molly Carter on the hit HBO show Insecure. You've also seen her on Black Lady Sketch Show, Night School, Jane the Virgin, and more. Along with Lovey Ajayi, she co-hosts the hilarious podcast Jesus and Jolly. Don't forget to check out her new HBO special entitled Yvonne Orji, Mama, I Made It! Now listen, this week we talked a little about the sitcom Moesha, but what happens when you get two fun people on a podcast together is that you talk about all kinds of things. We talk about the industry, we talk about agents, we talk about all kinds of fun stuff. So let's start the show! Hello, Yvonne Orji. Ooh, oh wait, I want to sing it too. How you doing? Hi, <clears throat> let me find it. How you doing? How you do? How are you doing? No, I didn't. I lost it. I lost it before I, I found it. I hear you. I hear you. Um, fun fact: I just realized while we were talking, me and you did a show together in New what York. What is it? What about the one in, wait, we did one in New York together? Was it in New York or LA? It was in LA because it was with Chinadu. Yeah! Wait, sorry, that was really loud. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine, it didn't mess up. It was like, what is it, Comedy Union? The Comedy Union, oh my word. This, that must have been like 2013, 14? 26, it was 2016, because I was just, because um, I didn't move to LA till 2016. So it was me, you and Chinadu on the show. Chinadu's my homie. Love him. You have to tell the children, the humans, the people about your special. One, the name. Mwah. Love it. So Love I, it. There were a couple iterations. I feel like this is the first, you're the only podcast that, or you're the only person that knows this outside of my raps. Uh, so... The, uh, so I say this thing a lot and it's it's funny and so I was like, oh, maybe that could be the title of the special. So the original title was, we're not going to make it. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. So, so I was just like, I was, but it was like, not, not in the sense like I wasn't going to make it in life, but just like, I say that when, you know, you go to the, you, you get a, you, whatever happens in life, you're like, you know what? We're not going to make it. Mm-mm. Friend, a relationship, whatever it is. And so I could totally see my comedy agent like, oh, okay. And you know, she was she was a lovely lady and she's just like, so then about a week or so later, she was like, yeah, no, Yvonne, that's not it. You're you're so joyous and happy every time we see. <laughs> that sounds like some agent shit to say. I mean, we just want to make sure this is represents you correctly. Like, we just want to make sure that people think it's a positive thing. Yeah, she was just like, that doesn't speak to the Yvonne that I've worked with for the last 
<laughs> three years. So she was just like, you, you, you don't give off. We're not going to make it vibes. And I was like, okay, Heidi. And so I was like, I was like, my brother, I was like, I want to be edgy. I want to be, I want to be, real name is Heidi. But I appreciate it because I was like, clearly I've worked my brand enough that my agents know my brand. And so it reminded me of the fact that like, oh, I used to host this comedy special called Mama, I Made It. Because in my mind, I was like, I could only say we not going to make it because I already made it. So it's fine. So it's like a joke. Right. And she was like, nah, nah, not funny. And so... So then I was mm. like, let me just go back to the original. My mom made it. I'm going to stay in my lane and be positive. I mean, but I get it because for me, it feels like colloquial. Because it's just like, I've been around black people and they'd be like, oh, we're not going to make it. You oh, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We're not going to get out of here alive. Like, but we know, we know the joke. We know it's like, oh, girl, what is this? Like, I say to my friends all the time, like, like one of my friends, don't even, regardless of whatever, don't say something. I'm like, you know what? I'm breaking up with you. How about that? How about that? This over. And I said it to one of my guy friends and he's like, we're not in a relationship. And I said, do you think that matters? And then, you know what I say when I do like something, like if somebody cooks for me, I'm like, oh, we go together. No, we go together. Me and you, we go together. And they're like, what? I'm like, it's guy, girl, dog. Doesn't matter. We go together. Don't care. Yeah, it is. I told a dog, hey man, I'm breaking up with you. This, what we're doing? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. But I see, I understand, like, I see where I see where you, as a human, as a comic, were like, this is hilarious. And then the agent going, um. Nah. Nah. I mean, I, I like, I've talked, I was talking to uh, Hannibal because he was talking about how he named his special and I was telling him that uh, there was a joke my friends used to have where they told me that they wanted to call, if I, you know, come with an album or a special, call it Ass, Class, and Sass. And uh, Baron Vaughn vetoed that immediately. He was like, absolutely not. And then when I get, did get a manager and I told my manager about it, it was like, uh, well, maybe we should kind of focus on, and I was like, all right, all yeah. right. It's something... <laughs> Whenever they use multiple words, like, ah, are you sure? Do you? <laughs> is there a world? Yeah, dang. Really, we we should have a podcast called "Is There a World." Uh, <laughs> well, mm, can I pitch this to you? Ah, okay. You don't like it. All right. Yeah. You don't like it. What if? Can you reimagine? Reimagine is my favorite. Um, is there a world, and can we reimagine or? Okay, so listen. what about what about um or it's just kind of the uh oh, hey, so why don't we ta- table that? Let's table that. Let's table that. Oh, also, here's an idea. Ah! Here's here's an idea. Here's and an idea. Is there a world? Yeah. Let's table that. A, a pitch. Just, hey, just a pitch. It's not just it's not going to be great. Not going to be great. Not but uh, it's just it's rough. Um, but w- is there a world? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there, there has to be a there has to be a compound. Hey, just the pitch. Uh, what about is there a world where? <laughs> and we'll table this. But what I'm thinking, just because I know you, and you know, and I've just really seen your growth over the years, 
Uh, and I'm just really wanting to for you to just give them, for us to just put out the your best work. Uh, is there any for you? It's all I really want for you. Is there a possibility, or um, you know, we've been talking. Uh, that's the one I never like. We've been talking. I'm like, who was talking? Who? Who been talking? <laughs> about who? It's always my black ass response. Who? Who was? Who mm. was talking to about me? Your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what was so? And then you forget there is a bunch of white people sitting around making you money. Uh, also, who are your reps? I'm, I'm curious about this. Who are you repped with? Um, my manager's at Levity and my agents are at UTA. Oh, we're at the same agency. We are at the same agency. Well, who, who's your manager? Who's, uh, wait, who's your manager with? DC Wade. Um, he used to be at WME and is now at, he's just got a new job. At, I just know his email address is OP something. Wait, DC? From Baltimore. Black dude, Black dude from Baltimore. Me and him have a running joke. Wait, why do you sound like you about to beat him up right now? I'm like, should I, should no, I text No, me and him have a running joke where we walk up to each other and go, be professional. <laughs> wherever we are, <laughs> wherever we are. Hey, 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 I'm gonna need you to be professional, okay? Wait, I, I see you. I wanna there. know the inception of this. I wanna know what caused this. I met him at 2015 when I was a new face to JFL. And it was, Cause have you been to J? You've been to JFL before. I actually have not. Madam, oh, I'm so. Here, so here's the thing. I'm so mad because mm. I was like, I was in this hybrid, right? So it was like when I wanted to like either do new faces, they were like, yeah, but you're not a new face anymore. I'm like, so then what can I do? Um, mm. So it's like before then, it was like you're not, you're you're not hot enough. And then I got hot. It's like you're too hot. And I'm like, I don't understand. And then now yes. I have the special. So I'm like, well, I, and then now the world is in quarantine. So I don't know when mm -hmm. I'll be able to go. But anyway, back to you. So, but yeah, that's the weird thing where it's just like, because when I did New Faces, it was, I was still in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So literally nobody knew who I was. And like four of us came from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I was the only black woman that year out of like these 20 somebody New Faces. And so, you know, we're just, it was the first time I'd ever left the country. Um, and I went to Canada, uh, was in Montreal. And, you know, I met DC and then I met Tyler Amato, who's over at CAA. Mm -hmm. And it was, we were just out. Like, you're just out. Like, you do your shows and then everybody comes back to the Hyatt. And then you're just meeting <laughs> different people. And I think we went to, like, the McDonald's that was, like, two doors down because it's three in the morning. And... It was a bunch of comics in there, but Tyler knew who they were. So then he was like, all right, let me get all of y'all McDonald's. And we're like, yay. And then the next time, next night I met DC and he was with Tyler and they got all of us pizza. But I was just talking to him like a regular person. Yeah. And he was like, uh, you know, you can't be yelling at me because I'm industry, right? And I was like, nigga, I ain't think about you. Like, so we're just talking to each other like black people talk to each other. Because there was also, this was like, there were like nine new black new faces. Oh, so it was the most nice. amount of black new faces there'd ever been. Wow. So we're all, and they just acted a fool, just being black people. And the DC's hanging out with us. And then, so I'm talking to like Tyler and another agent. And so I'm just goofing back and forth with him. And I didn't, I had been talking to him. This is like the next day when I saw him. I didn't even know he was an agent until he told me. <laughs> and we now were he's just an acting, manager. right? And so we were just goofing around and acting a fool because he was still at WME. 
And then he was like, um, I need you to act. No, I'm industry. I'm gonna need you to act professional. And I was like, nigga, ain't nobody think about you being no industry. What am I supposed to care? So it just became this running thing where it was just like, uh, I'm gonna need you to be respectful. I'm gonna need you to be professional. Wow. And we would just start laughing because he did it one time in front of somebody and they were just like this other age. I thought you were completely, I didn't think that you were. And I was like, no, that's, he literally it's, went, it's no, we're just, we're just. We're just being black. Um, We're just being black. And so I will say, I'm going to text him immediately after this is over. And I'm like, uh, don't say one's going to tell you to be professional. But (laughs) so, so you all have that. He, we have play nice. Ah, why is, why are his games with black women always checking people? He's telling you be nice. He's telling me be professional. (laughs) Nigga, who are you talking to? You know, he coming from that, the wire, Baltimore, Baltimore city. So he, you oh. know, yeah, no, he got, it's funny, but you know, there was a reason he told me to play nice, but it was the way he did it was just like, you know how Chris Rock has that joke. No, it wasn't Chris Rock. It was uh, Martin. It was like, you know, you got to go get inside the womb before the baby come out and be like, this daddy, little nigga, this daddy. Yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Don't come out here starting no stuff. And right. so uh, I feel like every time I hear DC check me in a way, I feel like in his mind, he's like, just daddy, little nigga. And I'm like, no. So he, he tells me, play nice and you be professional. You're just supposed like this. Like I see certain people around industry, and they just don't know. Like, well, I don't know, and that, and I just see people act so nervous. He's just like, these niggas work for you. Why are you acting like this? And when I tell you there's a reason why I have a certain number of people of color on my team, and I, it's so funny because yeah. this just actually came out this week, and I'm like, and DC as my manager is probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Right. Um, I didn't he, even know he was. I haven't seen him forever. I didn't even know he wasn't at WME anymore. Yeah. So it it I, I when I met with him because you know you, you do this round robbing of like hey so and so is also interested in being your manager and what about this person right. and and. You know, when they get new talent, they try to corral you into like, hey, you got to get with these powerhouse management companies or agencies Mm -hmm. or whatever. And you're like, yes, because the top is the best. And after I did enough rounds of that, I was just like, I want someone I can be my blackest self with. I want somebody that speaks industry so I don't have to. Like... Mm -hmm. That can I can be, that could be my industry translator, right? So when I say real talk, and he can be like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna go in, and this is how I'm gonna massage it. But at the same time, I want somebody that's not afraid to get buck, and he's definitely that guy that can be like. So I mean, it's up to you guys. Whatever you guys want to do is fine, but I'm just gonna tell you what my client's not gonna do. I'm like, oh, 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 and see. And my manager, yes, he may happen to be, he's a Jewish man, one of God's chosen peoples. Uh, and I got with him, he's on me at a comedy festival. So it's like the, like 2015, my whole life changed. Yeah. And so. Mine too. I've, <laughs> Mine right. too, by the way. Like everything was like, what the, f- okay, sure, we out here. Um, Shout out to my boss who let me take so many days off of work. Um, I also owe that woman a Mercedes. But, so. It's so interesting because it's like when you're when you get the right people behind you, because like my manager said very early on to me, he's like, listen, I am my we're called this because we are the we take care of we are the liaison between you and whoever else, because there's been plenty of times where I've been on my phone just cussing. 
Because I'm like, yo, I fucking do it. And he was like, okay, so what I'm going to do is, and then he'll go boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I thought I said. You low key have to be a therapist to be a manager. Like you, you do got, because you have to be able to hear people and hear and decide and deduce. So like yes. DC and I have a thing that we're just like, okay, like we like we established like ain't no lying. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. mean because that's the thing. A lot of a lot of reps like sugarcoat, and it's so it's so annoying. Like you know we'll see we'll be on emails and people are like you know I just love that thing you did. I'm like no, I don't care that you love it. I don't care. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. Because it's like. I need real fucking feedback. I don't need. I don't, and it's like, and that's the, but I think sometimes people who just have, and I know we, we have to talk about Moesha, we have to ask, because people are like, I know this bitch has not been talking to Yvonne, or, Yvonne Orgy this long and has not talked for about Insecure. I will, I will burn this podcast network down. Um, but I also don't think that people understand that it's, one is being a black person in this industry two is being a black woman in this industry and it's very male dominated because at one point it was because my management company is owned by a woman because i'm with levity so my management company is owned by a woman i believe miss judy owns it miss judy be everywhere uh and then my college agent was a woman and my commercial agent is a woman so i had you know, and both of them are women of color. So I had all of these women around me. And then when my reps, uh, when I was at APA, you know, one of my reps was a man of color. And so now that I'm over at UTA, now I do have one of my reps as a black woman. And that's Ooh. my main point person. Chelsea. Are you with Chelsea? I'm with Chelsea. Yes. Ah, Muñeca. I love her. Um, uh, I do call Chelsea Muñeca. I do give all my agents nicknames. I was definitely about to be like, I don't know this name that you just said, but it's, I was going to play it just, off. It's just doll in Spanish. Because um, when I saw her, I'm like, I thought she looked like a doll. So, because all my old agents, like there's one I called Tight Suit, because the first time I saw the nigga, his suit was tight. Uh, there was another one named Loose Suit, because, you know, first time I saw the man, his suit Wait, was loose. I want to know who the Tight Suit was. I have a feeling that I know who it is, but I just want to... Well, that's over at APA. Now that oh, I'm okay. at UTA... There is, uh, I've got Weatherman, uh, Monk, uh, Kojak, uh, Jackie Kenobi came from, she was PTA over APA. She's PTA over here. Cause I told her she looks like she's the head of the PTA. She runs shit. Um, giving you very much like monogrammed everything. Nice so white do, lady. So do, do they, do they know, do you call them these Definitely. names? Definitely. <laughs> Because when Jackie came over from APA, when I first met with them, she told them that I gave all of my agents the APA nicknames. And mm. all my agents at UTA, they're like, well, we want nicknames. And I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm like, this, ain't, this ain't Jack in the Box. This ain't Jack in the Box. This ain't no game. Like, I am not, I mean, I'm not any type of uh, fortune, you know, regular fortune cookie. Um, I was like, give me a second. By the end of the meeting, I'll figure things out. I like So it's this. like, right. So it's like there's Monk, because he gives you a real like teacher kind of, I was like, this man could tell me that my hair was on fire. Even if it wasn't, I'd believe him. Um, <laughs> just giving you knowledge. Kojak, because the nigga looks like Kojak. Uh, the dude, Weatherman, he looks like one of those like classic, like handsome 90s Weatherman. So it's all appearance-based. It's not like their character whatsoever. It's Only like- Monk only monk is the one that was like because like before i was gonna caught i was like i was looking at him and i had one eye and i was like no so after he got to talking his changed 
See, guys, this is what happens when you get black talent. Any any representation listening, this is what happens when you get black talent. And then for black talent who are listening, this is why you need black representation. Because I I have tried and unsuccessfully, but I think I'm going to try one more time. Whenever I see DC's number come on my phone, I pick up and I'm like, wait! And he's like, we're not doing that. We're not going to, I won't allow it. I'm like, but I, it, I'm trying to what? make it stick. I'm trying to make it stick, right? Wait! And he's like, mm-mm. So. See, that's not, see, because my manager's name is Reg, and that's his whole first name. It's not short <laughs> for anything. And I just was like, mm, mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. So I call him Reg Defer. Cause I wanted him to re- I was like, cause regimen didn't make any sense. Nah, regimen. so, so Reg I call him Regifer, and people have heard me say it and been like, what's? Cause some dude was like, is that your real name? He's like, no, she's just goofy. Like she's it's cheap. just. <laughs> but I will say before we move on, just yeah. going back to the way like white reps treat us, like or yes. like or how like people in the industry talk to black talent mm-hmm. in a way that black talent does not appreciate it. So yes. like, you know, DC and I were talking, he's like, I just feel like there needs to be a course on like how to talk to your black talent. Because mm-hmm. the 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 even the um compliments they give sound so condescending. Like it's like Sometimes. I just I'm so elated to and I'm like, mm I don't really need you to be elated. Like I really I don't. And it's not like I don't know how to like pump myself up. I really just want you to get to the meat. Like, can we do this yes or no? Um hurry up like I don't need all these caveats cause like I would have like cause you know when you first get to LA you go to 80,000 generals and nothing happens nothing until like years later where they're like we did see Yvonne five years ago she blew up now I wanna work with her you're like no bitch I'm not anyway that is the most frustrating thing in I was giving you I cannot tell you there are five different TV shows five that I either came up with a pitch for said to reg or three movie reboots that i suggested to reg and within a month of me suggesting these movie reboots i see just in general conversation i'll see he'll send me something going ah you called it again so i just spend all like it's just there's been so many times where you've been like okay well let's figure that out a week later up somebody's already doing it and i'm like so i know what's going on i can feel it in my in my comedy ether i get it but like there's times where I've had agents like try to convince me to do stuff and I'm had to call Reg and go, tell him, do not talk to me like that ever again. Cause uh, yeah. I know, cause I've worked, one, I worked customer service for a very long time. <laughs> so I know what it is to handle somebody. Yeah, yeah. I don't appreciate being handled. Also, a lot of agents are dealing with people in moments of desperation, right? Cause one of my agents, I think it was tight suit, at the time, he was like, a lot of my, because like once pilot season's over, if you didn't book a pilot, it's like, ah, it's feast or famine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we were meeting one time and I'm just like, I want to sit outside. I want to have lunch. And, like, I want to have like drinks and like a lunch. And they're like, okay. And uh, so we're sitting outside. We're having like some nice, not adult beverages, but you just know, like, you know, your finest Perrier. Yeah. And because it was 2 p.m. and they're still at work. Um, and he said to me, he was just like, you're not, he's like, I don't hear from you as much as I hear from other clients. And he's like, I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you know, my other clients, like my other acting clients, cause I was with them for, you know, scripted, unscripted, uh, yeah. but I didn't have booking with them. And they were just like, uh, and he was like, yeah, I don't hear. I was like, you're not, he's like, 
I said, oh, I'm not blowing up your phone. He's like, yeah, a lot of my other clients are like blowing up my phone. Like, what do I get? What do I, do? I said, this is the difference. All you're acting, all those clients do is acting. Mm. So if they don't book a pilot or a commercial or something, then I, then I would be, then I'd be doing the same thing. I was like, but I have stand up and I do colleges and I'm touring. So I don't, I was like, listen, if I didn't have stand up, I'd be blowing your phone up like you broke up with me. That's what I would be doing. But since I have other stuff, then I'm not in that, I, because it's like, I'm still eating. I'm still working. I can still pay my bills. And also, are, are you trying to say in this comment, you forget about me when I don't blow your phone up? Like, what, like, what does that mean? Because I asked him, I was like, what do you mean by that? He said, I'm just surprised. Because he said, all of my other clients are calling me nonstop asking for work. And so he just, he just didn't know who you were. Basically, he, he didn't, didn't know. He didn't mm -mm. know. Yeah, he didn't because, know. And I don't know. Yeah, because I was just like, nah, dude, I have stand-up. Yeah, so, but I, I think there is sometimes, because like my manager would tell me like with these generals, he would be like, he's like, yeah, they're like, she's really intelligent, and da 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 And I was like, I don't think I like this note. I don't think, because it, it's the way, because it's the thing is, it's the coded, oh, she's so, you know, well-spoken, yeah. and da-da-da-da-da. And he was like, no, you don't understand a lot of the people that they meet with are very are not engaging as because I've talked to people because I've asked like industry I was like what is this comment about and they're like when we talk to comics that's why we like talking to comics because they see the world in a different way and they're more engaging and not to say that some actors aren't mm -hmm. I'm sure they are he's like but it's y'all can get on we can ask all about a topic and you'll just go and go and go because you know how to talk to people because you do stand up I feel like that's just the problem of reading the room. Like as comics, we're supposed to read the room. Right. So as executives, you should also read the room in terms of right. like the people who are coming to you for these meetings. Like if I don't, there's nothing in me that would be like, oh, she's gonna be a bore. Oh, she's not gonna be intelligible. She, like, there's nothing in me that says that when I see you. Or so, you either. But I think it's just, they're like, all right, here's our three o'clock, let's <laughs> run it. So, but speaking, anyway, cause so, I feel my, oh, my producer's oh. having a fucking aneurysm right now. Um, cause I do want to talk about insecure. <laughs> Wait, I cut you off. Hold on. You were going to say something. Well, no, I was going to say, I feel like this particular episode is probably for the like young black talent that is going to come into their own very soon. And this conversation yes. with agents and reps is actually going to be fruitful for them. So I don't take anything as a waste. Okay, great. Because I, I was thinking the same thing because I think just sometimes it's like no one tells you how to navigate. Because like when I first started going to meetings, my manager would come with me. And then after a while, because like I think like my fourth or fifth one, he was like, all right, tell me how it goes. And I was like, you're not, you're, you're, you're not coming. What do you mean you're not coming? You're not coming? Reg. And he's like, you know what you're doing? I was like, I don't want you. I ramble. So, because I don't know if you've ever derailed a meeting, but like you ever been in a meeting but like you people are boring. We're going to talk about what I want to talk about. I want to talk about <laughs> Korean dramas. Or there's other times they ask you what you want and you just get excited and you just end up being in a meeting longer than you expected. Like I've been in meetings that were just fun and we were talking and they've missed other meetings. But also, like, like, the meeting... No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, go, go. 
No, because it, but it's also the, the meetings where you talk about something that you're so passionate about and so excited by, and 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 they're like, well, and you th- you think they're engaged, and then you get back to your agents, and they're like, yeah, no, they didn't really connect with that idea. Well, then why didn't you? <laughs> I was sweating from my areola. I was. <laughs> I was in there, I was being passionate. I was like, yeah. And then I see in a world where I see, I'm going walking back to the car like, I'm like, yes. sell that joy. Yeah. And they're like, mm, no. Also, bastards. Nah. I do have anyway. to mention this. So, this season of Insecure, because I have to say this. So, TSA Bang. Is my friend Reggie. He's so fun. And no one, no one knew that all of his ass was gonna be on HBO. But when it came out, when it came out, we were like, Reggie, you told us to watch the episode. You did not tell us what we were gonna see, and he was like, well, I just I told y'all I was on the show. We're like, no, nigga, you should have told us because we all like everybody was posting about it on Instagram, and it was just a bunch of people going. I was not prepared to see Reggie's ass. I was so happy for him because he got so much press. Like they were they were like ten things you gotta know about TSA bed. I was like, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> but what's funny is, so my parents were watching it in Nigeria. And, fun, 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 fun. And you know, sometimes I prepare them depending on like if it's Issa having the sex scene or if it's me. Like if it's Issa, I'm just like, mm, you know, God bless it. If it's me, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, uh, so this may not be the one that y'all watch or whatever. And so my mom was like, well, why? What is the problem? I'm like, you know, I just, you know, well, I don't, it, it may be a lot for y'all. And so my mom was like, no, I will watch it. So she hit me back. She was like, your father was like, what is the meaning of all of this? What is the meaning? <laughs> what is the meaning of all of this? How dare you? Not ch- He's like, I tried to, t- I tried. I tried to tell you. Yo, I tried to he, tell you. When he said, what is the meaning of this? I said, I don't know what, I don't know. You gotta ask somebody else for that. But no, I didn't, I, I didn't write the script, Dad. I, I think it was the booty hole part. I think it was just like put your finger in my booty hole, and then it was like, "Do you guys like this? Tell me more. What you know? What is this?" Been- I've I've heard tale of this. My nails are too long, first and foremost. <laughs> I use pads, so I'm not unless there's a glove. Such a, I'm just I don't want to. I'm not here to cause harm, so. My nails are long. This is the, my nails are long. You know. It's okay. Say less. I'm not Say. a trained. I'm not a trained medical professional. Uh, I feel like that's a that's a sex send me to the ER episode. <laughs> also, you just fucked up my dip powder. Like I now. Mm. Like she just did my. Like, do you know how much? Like, mm. if I would did my nails done and then mess up my nails when I would go back to pampered hands on Melrose, Vu or Tran. Everyone goes to pamper hands. Pamper hands, but I put you onto another spot. Hmm. Where where in LA are you? I'm in New York now. Yeah, because I was like, wait, this don't look like no LA building. Absolutely not. This is uh, what you can see behind the glare is struggle. That's what you see. 
It is struggle and oppression in this trash-ass city. And what you've seen is the souls of those who cannot <laughs> escape. <laughs> you chose to leave LA to quarantine in New York? No, 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 no. I live here because of Daily Show. I Well, that much I knew, but then you were giving me all this LA etiquette and I was like- Because, oh. because I miss her, um, <laughs> dearly. Uh, they can't make Mexican food here. They can't make Vietnamese food here. Um, some of my faves. Uh, and I knew the Mexican food here would be trash because I haven't seen any Mexicans. So I was like, there's something afoot, amiss. Que, que fue? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. All right, y'all, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back. Hope you've been enjoying the show so far. Let's get back into it. You and Issa fall out. Your character Molly and Issa fall out. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, what has the season taught you about your friendships and Molly's friendships? I, so, what have I learned about friendships? I, I learned, and I think it's what I knew going in to be able to play the character, is that mm -hmm. you gotta work at this. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you can't just haphazardly let stuff happen. At, at least you can't be my friend and I'm just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's cool. My, I just checked a friend today and I and I, I prefaced the, the text message by, because I'm your friend, because, yes. you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, no, we have to hold each other accountable. We have to be better mm -hmm. than we were yesterday. So if you're my mm -hmm. friend and think that like, I'm just gonna be like, no, no, we don't, that's called surfacity. I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. Superficial? Um, that's it, you know, yeah. my two degrees, clearly I have not utilized them in a while, but surfacity and superficial. <laughs> I mean, listen, college was many moons ago, you know? It's also how I speak Spanish. I just be like, mm, see, si, tienes una umbrellita? They're like, what, umbrellita? <laughs> They're like, uh, that's not a word. See, si, es como un umbrella, you know? Umbrellita. <laughs> like so. Pero son paraguas. Porque <laughs> la umbrella es un paraguas. Sí, sí. Es el mismo cosa. Es el mismo cosa. Yeah. Umbrellita. Umbre yeah, umbrellita. Tienes? That, so that sounds like some New Yorkerican situation. <laughs> so then that's Where it's how like, it's not Spanish, but we can make it sound like it is. It is. Sí. I had a, that's why I had such a hard time in Puerto Rico. Because I was just like, okay. What is it? What's happening? And because I was like, I need y'all to translate your Spanish from your Spanish to my, because I grew up with mostly Mexicans. Mm -hmm. So I speak Mexican Spanish for the most part. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and then it was like, oh, y'all just took Spanish words and English them up. Okay, I don't, I think this is cheating. I think this is cheating. And furnitura, I, that's not how you say furniture, it's muebles. But if furnitura, you know what? This ain't my language. I can't say shit. English does it all the time. I just want to know. I'm just trying to find out how I can get some tostones. It's really what I'm here for. Where do I get the yuca frita? It's, it's really what I want. All of the above. And I will say, I um, studied abroad in the Dominican Republic. So all my Spanish is like, it's just, sounds, it just sounds like I'm doing a dance. Everything's, you just speak in reggaeton. <laughs> Dominican Spanish is just like everything's cut off. Uh, no S's. No, no S's. What are you talking about? Pero sabe. Tu sabe. 
Si un chin, mekle, who? What? I don't know. You know what? I might look like y'all, but I have no idea. And then it's also bad because I speak, happening. I speak Igbo. Mm-hmm. Nobody probably cares about this, but I speak Igbo, and then, but I also speak Spanish, and so mm-hmm. sometimes they fight. So I'll be in Nigeria, and I'm trying to ask somebody, I'm like, "Cómo se dice?" No, that's I no. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in Montreal, my friend kept saying stuff in Spanish, and I'm just like, "This is not where we." He was like, "Cómo cómo se dice?" And I was like, "Stop it! Why are you?" They're looking at us like we're crazy. And that's why I was like, when I was there, I was like, first of all, French sounds like a baby talking backwards. I don't need it. Uh, I was like, they're like, you don't speak another language? I said, yes, I'm from America. I speak Spanish. Why would I? This makes sense why would to I, me. What do I need? What do I need this for? I'm not going to be in three, I'm not going to be on three streets in Miami and some part of New Orleans. I don't need any of this. Spanish helps me daily a lot like you just be like hey you know how many restaurants i've been hooked up in mm. you know how many extra you know just like oh yeah da, da, da. and he's like oh mm. tu, tu sabes yes. Yes, yes 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 also it makes people be nicer to you because you they think you can understand when they're talking shit uh i know because it a lot of times i don't because i'm not actively listening no the fuck you're talking about so hold on we <sighs> Right, we're supposed so to talk about we're friendship. supposed to talk about Moesha. Uh, Are we? I whenever anyone brings up Brandy, one of my homeboys always goes, "Remember she killed somebody," and I think that's funny. Wait, what did they say? Remember she killed somebody. Remember she. That's horrible. That's... <laughs> People do I... forget. Oh, People have I forgotten. Think, I think I think she wants them to forget. I think that, that is, is the by point. Design. I mean, you would hope so, but you know, it was vehicular. It's not like she took a knife to somebody's throat. Um, <laughs> she's. <laughs> I don't think that family is differentiating between the, the, the method. <laughs> you are absolutely accurate. But that's why I could not let us take a step further without remembering that. Now. <laughs> Could you, not, could you not take a step further? Why? I could. There was no way. I, I, could, I could think of a several reasons. Several ways, actually. I could have let it go. I could have let it go. But you know what? Shout out to David Purdue. If I did say it, the homie would have been like, yo, she didn't say nothing. Shout out to the homie David Purdue. It's going to make him laugh when I say this. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break. And then we'll be back. Hope you've been enjoying the show so far. Let's get back into it. Now, I don't want to completely besmirch the woman's name. I'm Miss Brandy Norwood, who starred in Moesha. And to the, oh, to the Moesha. First of all, you could not be a child in the 90s and not know that theme song. That's just, and to the, oh, to the. We all knew it. It was very catchy. And we all had a friend in school who lied about Brandy being their cousin. We all knew that kid. We didn't know this kid. There was always some kid who was lying about some celebrity Mm. being Mm. their cousin. And I went to school because I went like a couple different elementary schools because we moved. And in Atlanta and in Miami, I had various 
black girls tell me that Brandy was their cousin. I was like, really? This girl's family must be huge. Because I know four other girls in Atlanta who aren't related. And then you two here. And another girl at another school. There's a girl at my brother's school. Like there was always people lying about being someone's cousin. Um, so basically, quick rundown of Brandy. All right, why did you love it? For me, well, I grew up with braids, and so to see Brandy always ah, wearing braids. So did I. You know what I'm saying? And you're just like, um, she another young girl who was so like made braids cool because I grew up like Nigeria braids. It's just like, oh, it's just easy to do your hair like this. And then it's like, oh, I can't breathe. And <laughs> <laughs> I literally, literally the braids would be so tight. You're like, I can't, how am I supposed to study? Right? How but am I it, supposed to think? How am I supposed to think? And Brandy was just like so cool with it. And then it was just like, oh, I like this family. And I mean, my parents were are still together, but just like the blended family aspect and just like a cool young girl navigating life I, mm-hmm. we, didn't grow, we didn't grow up on a lot of TV so I did like I did you know all TGIF and yes. then right and so it's mm-hmm. like you had family matters you step by step and then who's the boss was kind of like this is my thing but then of the black shows that we had again this is like UPN when UPN was like UPN yo like all your all the blacks were at UPN so at this point it was just like I want to watch everything on this channel and so I was intrigued I did not know at the time that I would be in entertainment so I don't know that Moesha had that much of an impact on me in real time as mm. opposed to like now as I'm looking at like yo Moesha was cool as heck like she was really dope as a teenager navigating so much. And I, and she, it's almost like when you watch a different world, it like lets you know like, oh, this is what college is going to be like. Right. When you, when you watch Moesha, you're like, oh, this is like family show. They're trying to figure things out too. Like, I dig it. Now, I do feel bad because we've talked about everything. We only talked about Alicia, Moesha for a tiny bit because you do have to run but I cannot, will not, Ooh. won't not mm. move on without doing our black ass confession. We have music. I just always make that sound. Um, uh, now, Miss Yvonne, Milady, okay, friend. All right. The black ass confession is any TV black TV show, movie, or play you haven't seen, and, or a black thing you cannot do. For instance, I've never seen uh, Bebe's kids, and I cannot play spades. Oh, you can't play spades? Not well. Anytime people say you can't play spades, it's like, damn, you can't play I just said it. I just said I can't play spades. I didn't need you to shame me into not being able to play spades. <laughs> um, I, is it, oh, this is, this is bad. I, I'm, no, no, no. Come on, because I've never seen Baby Boy, and people hate me for it. Come on. Okay, I think I've uh, I seen it with commercials. So you know what that means. I've seen, I seen it on BET. Mm. Um, I feel like you can name, give me, this is how bad it is going to be. Give me the okay. name of a black movie I'm supposed to have seen, and I'm probably going to be like, I haven't. Harlem Nights. You haven't seen Harlem Nights. Wow, ma'am. Listen. 
When I say people shame me for not watching Baby Boy or Bebe's Kids, I will not shame you, friend. I will not shame you. No, I will say. I know that when Diddy did Pastor Cavassier with um, with uh, Buster, that whole scene was a scene from Harlem Nights. That was supposed to be that. That was a reenactment. Now, now this I will shame you for. This I will shame you for. Only knowing a scene from Harlem Nights because of Diddy. Because of Diddy? You know about Harlem Nights because of Pastor Cavassier? Cavassier didn't even want them to even do that song. Wait, but wait, but that is, so my knowledge of things that I don't know about in the, in like in the black community, I'd be like, if I could just pick a moment, like, oh yeah, like when they were outside the club. <laughs> no, that's right, y'all. Like when they were outside the club and like she stepped on his foot, that's crazy. See, one of my Nigerian friends is the same way. He's like, I didn't know I grew up in Nigeria. We're like, no, 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 no. You were born in America. You only went to high school for four years in Nigeria, and then you came back. <laughs> Most of your life was in America, not in Nigeria. I'm not taking this. I'm not having this. But at the same time, but he's the same way. He doesn't know yeah, no, a lot of stuff. Also, like, our parents were not, like, big on watching TV. And, it, and by the time, like, it's almost like I aged out of stuff. By the time it was like, wait, what's that thing? I can't go back and catch up on a hundred years of dope black culture. I just, I gotta start where I am. Plug me in. Listen, since you, uh, since you have been so brave, so brave, to say that you have not seen Harlem Nights, I, I have been saving this. Oh gosh. I've been saving this. Uh, you know, I, you know, you know what I'm going to watch this weekend is Harlem Nights. Harlem oh. Nights. I have not seen. Straight out of Compton. Haven't caught it. What? Haven't caught okay. I wanted to, listen, I wanted to catch it. I wanted to see it in movie theaters. I was on the road, couldn't catch it. And now mm. we got t-shirts from everywhere. Everybody being straight out of church. Uh, we're straight out of the ocean. We're straight out of everywhere. I missed it. I missed it. And um, How do you I don't know. This? Listen, uh, I th- I've, I I I've researched. I've known. I know what happened. Uh, N.W.A. was uh, Love Easy, and that he gave us Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, I'm fully aware of the contributions that Ice Cube has made from gangster rapper to a uh, fun father family movies. So what a transition! What an arc! What a career! Uh huh. But oh, okay. yeah, okay. honestly, I'm fine. You know, I uh, I, I know as as you will be watching Harlem Nights this weekend, I probably will be watching Straight Outta Compton because I just give me felt... another one. Give me another one. I feel like I have to redeem myself. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, but I feel like that, this that's is bad. This is gonna be bad. Mm, okay, 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 okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, can you double dutch? I can. I was actually part of uh, a double dutch team called Jumping <sighs> Stars. Oh, did you go to the competition? Because I remember seeing that they had a competition. <gasps> see, see, you double. I can't double Dutch. I've tried. I can't okay. get the timing right. Also, I had very big boobs for a nine-year-old, so I think that's what kind of what threw me off. Okay, okay, I can see, I can see that. All right, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, but no, I think that's redeeming. I think you have listen. You may not have seen the Harlem Nights, but you went to double Dutch competition. Yeah. That's black excellence, friend. There was a speed test, and I know I, I will never be double-handed. I got you. If you want to do a can See, I can twirl the rope. I can twirl the rope. I just can't jump because there's just too much titties. Um, 
But yeah, listen, uh, is there anything? <laughs> what's the biggest thing you think people should take away from the show, Moesha? <laughs> for joining me on the show today we talked about how Yvonne wants her team to be as diverse as possible and understanding of her so she could be her blackest self and I completely agree uh, we also talked about how there's a lot of things that you go through as a black creative that you don't always hear black creatives talking about so we were glad to talk about it um, how Yvonne learned that through playing Molly on Insecure that friendships take work and while this show is a safe space that Yvonne only knew of a scene from Harlem Nights because of Diddy's Pastor Carvassier music video hmm but like I said safe space I want to thank you guys for listening our creator and producer of the show is Judith Carbo our supervising producer is Rebecca Steinberg our music composer and supervisor is Brendan Solomon Lynch our audio engineer is Jessica Gutierrez our executive producer is Jason Smith, and I'm your host, Dulce Sloan. So join us next time on That Black Ass Show. Star Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.